0: hi there folks hot on the heels of black friday it's now cyber monday we've hit a new record for black friday spending but inflation means that we're not getting much bang for our buck this year what does it all mean i'm aaron young here's a ticker feed this hour China chaos protests escalate across eight cities in China as demonstrators demand the resignation of Chinese leader Xi Jinping. It comes as Beijing brings in tougher restrictions and lockdowns as COVID cases surge. China's hardline virus strategy is stoking public frustration with many growing weary of these snap lockdowns. How safe is your data? The highly sensitive information of millions of Australians, including logins, For the tax office, among terabytes of hacked data being openly traded online, the huge volume of newly identified information confirms the recent hacks of Medibank and Optus represent the tip of the iceberg. Live to our reporter William Howard in a moment. Crypto exchange Binance allocating another billion dollars for its industry recovery fund, effectively doubling the size of the fund within just a week. The crypto market seeing a massive decline since the start of the year, leading to several crypto firms now going bust. Binance being joined by other firms trying to save the industry.
1: Disney Animation Studios proudly presents
0: Strange World. And bombing at the box office, Disney's new boss, Bob Iger, has his work cut out for him as he takes charge of the Mouse House, Strange Worlds, now comes in with a shock result in the Thanksgiving box office sales. We've got the list of which films did Now, from Ticker News, this is your world. And hello to our viewers right around the world. I'm Aaron Young. Also this hour, President Biden remains tight-lipped over his running mate for 2024. First, though, this hour, our top story. There have been more protests on the streets of Shanghai as frustrations rise over China's strict... Zero COVID policy. Demonstrations are also spreading to other cities following a deadly apartment fire in the far west of the nation. Hundreds have now taken to the streets in eight cities in China after the tragedy was blamed on Xi Jinping's draconian zero COVID lockdown laws. From Beijing to Shanghai, the deaths have now led to protests across China and police have descended onto the streets to keep order as tensions now boil over. Ticker's Asian correspondent
1: Adam Hancock has more now from Singapore. As COVID cases rise in China, so does the level of anger that's been directed towards the authorities who continue to implement these very strict measures in this seemingly never-ending quest to stamp out the virus. Now, videos circulating on social media have shown people taken to the streets to protest against the zero-COVID strategy. We've seen protests taking place in Shanghai, a city itself which suffered an extremely tough lockdown earlier this year. People have been out demanding an end to restrictions, calling for more freedom, and some were even heard asking for Chinese President Xi to resign from office. And that's something that's extremely unprecedented in China, where this type of protest is very rare. Now, people are obviously very fatigued and frustrated as these restrictions continue. China was the first country to implement such measures at the start of the pandemic and they have gone on throughout. But there's one particular incident that has sparked a lot of anger. It happened in the capital of the Xinjiang region at the end of last week, when 10 people were killed in a fire in an apartment block. And many people are now asking whether or not their lives could have been saved if it wasn't for COVID restrictions, or at least concerns over breaking potential COVID restrictions. This is something that officials in the city have denied, But it's worth noting that that part of China has seen very tough restrictions over the last couple of months. And it's not just Shanghai where these protests have taken place. We've also seen reports of protests in Beijing. And the capital at the moment is facing a surge of cases, or at least in relative terms, in China. Uh, There's a couple of localised lockdowns and there's been people panic buying at shops over concerns of a wider lockdown. And it's somewhat of a pivotal moment now for the government with their zero Covid strategy. As cases continue to climb every day, do they double down? Do they try and stamp out the virus, lock down harder? Or do they admit that they cannot control it anymore and they have to slowly reopen? But that is something that public health ex- experts have said could be a disaster in China. So it's going to be fascinating to see how the government responds to these protests and whether or not they implement any changes to the way they are handling the pandemic at the moment. Reporting from Singapore, Adam Hancock for Ticker News
0: right well millions in ukraine spent this weekend in the dark as temperatures there remain below zero it follows one of the most devastating waves of missile strikes from russia last week that's once again targeted ukraine's energy infrastructure tickers european correspondent ryan thompson has more
2: Ukraine has accused Russia of genocide in new comments over the weekend about the continuing attacks on the country's energy infrastructure. The top prosecutor general in Kiev told multiple media outlets that recurring strikes have targeted millions of people across Ukraine during freezing weather, leaving citizens there vulnerable. We've reported for weeks about ongoing efforts to reconnect homes and businesses that have been cut off from electricity. With strikes last week, some of the most devastating scene in Ukraine to date, everywhere from Kherson in the east to the capital Kyiv and even Lviv as far west as that have been affected, though the impact and actual time spent in the dark has varied dramatically. To this day, 14 regions, including the capital, remain under usage restrictions that have been set by the national government. Rolling blackouts are still very common across Ukraine. But Russia has denied all of these accusations of genocide, as well as other reports of thousands of war crimes since it launched its full-scale invasion in February. There are still very few signs of this conflict ending before the end of the new year or even in the months that immediately follow. But Ukrainian officials are likely to push for an international court to take a look at many of these reports once that does happen. Ryan Thompson, Ticker News, Paris.
0: President Joe Biden says he will work with Congress to try to get rid of assault weapons after a recent spate of shootings in the United States. The deadly shooting at a gay nightclub in Colorado Springs involved an assault-style weapon as well as a handgun while officials say the shooter at a Walmart in Chesapeake, Virginia, was armed with a handgun and multiple magazines. Meanwhile, President Biden has now been asked about who will be his running mate in 2024, the president remaining tight-lipped today. Mr. President, how are your 2024 conversations going? It's not happening, Worrying new research has found the cyber black market is booming as the private information of millions of Australians is published online. It follows the recent high profile cyber attacks on Optus as well as Medibank. Ticker news reporter William Howard joins us now live to explain. Will, talk to us about what we know so far.
3: Well, Aaron, it's certainly a concerning time for Australians right around the country. A new ABC investigation has found the highly sensitive personal data of millions of residents is being openly traded online. The information being shared and sold includes logins for Australian tax office accounts, data of thousands of NDIS recipients, plus details of an alleged assault of a school student by their teacher. And perhaps what's even more concerning is the fact that all of this information and all All of these personal details are being sold and can be purchased for as little as one to 10 US dollars with one major forum, Aaron, even accessible via Google.
0: So, Will, talk to us about these recent high profile data breaches we've seen in Australia, Optus, also Medibank as well. Anything to do with a large amount of data that's now available on the Web?
3: Well, yes, Aaron, it is related, but unfortunately, this investigation confirms both the Medibank and Optus hacks represent just the tip of the iceberg when it comes to the confidential information that has recently been stolen by these cyber criminals. At least 12 million Australians have had their data exposed by hackers in recent months, and many remain unaware that they have been the victims of an attack. October's Medibank hack by the Russian criminal group Revel was a clear example of just how devastating stating these types of data breaches can be but it's certainly not an isolated attack cyber attacks are happening every day and authorities are continuing to urge people to remain vigilant and ultimately be cyber smart aaron
0: okay william howard there live in melbourne thank you Well, if you've still got a bit of cash left over from the Black Friday sales, today we can tell you is Cyber Monday. Officially kicking off today, the Cyber Monday sales, widely regarded as some of the biggest and best discounts you'll see all year. Some retailers promising 80% discounts off top items. Black Friday sales raked in a record $9.12 billion US billion from online shoppers this year despite concerns about inflation and higher prices. Inflation accounts for some of this year's increase with people paying more to buy less essentially. Online sales for electronics spiked 221% on Friday compared to an average day in October with top sellers including Apple MacBooks and also Apple Watches. In the U.S., a Democratic senator has come under fire for visiting Qatar for the World Cup. Senator Chris Murphy traveled to the UAE, tweeted this picture, now facing a backlash for calling Qatar's foreign minister his friend. Senator Murphy tried to set the record straight, telling CNN that Qatar is a complicated partner. In fact, we met with human rights leaders well in Qatar. We met with advocates for worker protections uh, inside Qatar. And um, every single time I go to the Middle East, we talk about ways that we can partner with countries there. But we also raise these matters of significant human rights concerns crypto exchange binance has allocated another billion dollars for its industry recovery fund effectively doubling the size of the fund within just a week the additional allocation announced by binance's ceo binance won't be on their own though aptos labs and also jump crypto along with other prominent crypto companies joining binance's initiative to contribute 50 million dollars now to this fund Twitter boss Elon Musk says new user signups to the social media platform are at an all-time high. That's despite his recent struggles with a mass exodus of advertisers also now fleeing for other platforms. Musk says signups to Twitter are averaging over 2 million per day over the past week alone. Reported impersonations on the platform spiked earlier this month before the wake of the Twitter Blue launch. Musk says buying uh, Twitter will speed up his ambition to create the Everything app, Now called X. You're watching Ticker News. For breaking news 24 7, visit tickernews.co. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Download the Ticker News app on your smart TV. And stream us live on our Facebook page. More news is just minutes away.